This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Chipper is here. He's with us every Monday. You can check out his fine work in the Star Tribune on a regular basis. Check him out on Twitter at... Chip Scoggins, the Vikings are different than any team in the history of the National Football League, Chip. I mean, there's no team that could get blown out the way they do. There's no team that can go 11-0 in one-score games. There's no team that can have two of the three or four most memorable games in regular season history for the franchise in a single year. And there's no team 16 games in where I have no idea if I should trust them at all when the playoffs begin in two weeks. How does a team that has won 12 games have a point differential of my, minus 19? It's, That's, again, it's impossible. A, you can't do it. You can't do it. I know. And it's the, the thing that is so odd about this team is – they don't have your garden variety losses. <laughs> when right. they lose, it's, it's spectacular. Like it yes. is, the sky is falling loss that makes you question everything you've seen up until this point. So that is the thing that's so hard is, you know, they've, they've showed so much resilience and just um, this ability to win close games. But when it goes south, it goes south. And, I, I do not understand why they get blown out to the degree that they do. Okay, so let's look at aspects of this game. Let's start with Jefferson, right? Jefferson has mm-hmm. been marvelous. He's He's yeah. been one. He's not going to get MVP because just the bias, the way the game works with quarterback preferences, but he's really been one of the two or three best players in the league. Jair Alexander and help. Yeah. Took him out of the game. I mean, and we got to be clear about this. As as Mouthies Alexander wants to be, he was getting help a lot. But a lot. Yeah. You know, he was jamming him a lot. He was in his head. He was doing the gritty. You know, you had games where Darius Slay got to him a little bit. In that first Lions game, Akuda got to him a little bit. So I don't think all of a sudden there's a book on Jefferson. But what did you take uh, of what happened to him and how? Irrelevant. He was yesterday. Yeah, it was funny. I don't know if the if the cameras caught this on TV, but we sure saw it in the press box. On the second play of the game, Jair jammed him so hard off the line. I thought we were gonna have a brawl. I mean, it was not your hey press coverage just you know disrupt his timing. It was a full on shove like you see two guys get ready to fight. And 
we're like, okay, this is this is what they're going to do. I mean, it's going to be. And you saw how amped up he was. Um, that's this is. Guess what? This is Jefferson's life now. <laughs> when you become a superstar, and we've seen it, and, and Kevin O'Connell talked about it a couple weeks ago, where he was uh, he wasn't crazy about some of the hits that Jefferson was taking. He felt like teams were trying to take him out and be uh, go over the line and being physical with him. This is what he's going to see. I mean, if you just let him have a free release and run down the field, you have no chance. And so teams are going to try to really be physical with him at the line. And, yes, he got help. Uh, Alexander got help a lot with the safety coming down, and that's basically what he saw all game. And O'Connell had a kind of a remark that was we picked up on. He's like, you know, let's make sure we understand there was help there. He didn't. He knew Alexander was going to, you know, claim the title belt for shutting him down. Um but I think this is what we're going to see, Chad. I mean, this is – like you said, I don't know if this is the book, but if you just let him run through your secondary and do whatever he wants, you have no chance. And so uh, I think teams are really going to try to be uh, super physical with him. Sometimes they go over the line with it. So Cousins continues to throw the ball a lot to Hawkinson. Yeah. When you throw it to Hawkinson, it might be a spectacular play or he might drop it. He's, he's like he's the, he's the example who the Vikings are. Right, mm-hmm. so you know he's gonna be part of it. Is some of this also on Thielen, where you know Thielen as the partner with Diggs, Thielen as the partner with Jefferson, and that we are seeing a little more of the erosion, a little bit more of the separation isn't happening, and he still can play, but his presence and a little bit of that deterioration, or maybe even more than a little bit is yeah. allowing these teams to put as much emphasis on Jefferson, and, and that's where Thielen two, three years ago would help out even more. Yeah, it's funny. We were talking about this on the drive back from the game last night. Chad, he's become basically the fourth option at this point. I mean, I would say Osborne, in, in, if you look at targets in here in the last, what, three weeks, uh, I haven't added up Thielen's targets, but he's just not even getting much action. You know, one or two passes a game three times. So that I think that's what it is. Is there? Kirk was definitely locking in on Hawkinson early uh, yesterday, and he had three drops in the in the first uh, quarter. It was just a bad game for him, um, as it was for everybody. But um, yeah, they don't. They need that number two guy, and I think he's. I think Kirk's wanted to be Hawkinson, but you need that guy on the other side, whether it's Osborne or whoever. But Thielen is, you know, he's just b- really become sort of a non-factor in this offense right now, and. Um, I don't know. He's been beat up. I mean, you, you can tell by the way he runs. Yeah. Sure. I'm, I'm gonna be. We're gonna find something out after the season. I'm guessing that he played through something all year because he just. Then he's getting older, and that's part of it. But mm-hmm. I, I think there is an injury there that you can see him limping. That um, he's just not the same player. Okay, let's talk about the offensive line. They start playing their second string center. Mm-hmm. Then he gets hurt, breaks his uh, breaks his leg. It was oh, yeah. baffling almost all of us that you bring Reed in, who in a regular season game has never played a single snap at center, and you're third and what one or two at 31. the goal, you know, yeah, at the one, and you run behind him on his first play. It's like this makes absolutely no sense. And then he had his issues, and then O'Neill, who's just been a rock from the from the yeah. moment they drafted him. Just a very good player. He gets hurt trying to uh, 
catch Savage on the uh, the pick six, man, O'Neal would be a monstrous injury, Chip. I mean, yeah. I, I he's probably not top two or three, but he's in that next group. He is very essential to what they do because Ole Udo, good yeah. luck to you, Kirk. Yeah, it's uh, – and I asked, this, I asked uh, O'Connell this after a game. I was like, you know, what is your level of concern of where you're at now with offensive line? Because, Chad, this is a major problem. When, yep. you're, when, you're ha- when you have one game left in the season before you go into playoffs and you're having to play a center who's never played the position before, that, it's not, it's not going to work. And now you potentially lose O'Neal, and I, I can tell you the, just the body language and the mood was – and they have, they have to get the MRI, but it wasn't good. I mean, you see a guy hopping on one leg and a calf injury. Um, I don't – you know, that, that doesn't sound like something – even if it's not the worst-case scenario, it seems like that's something that's going to stick with him here for the rest of the season. So, And you have a right guard who's really struggled as a rookie. Um, this is a problem, and they have, they have a major problem. And O'Connell said, you know, we'll we'll figure it out and see what the, the injury report says, and we'll try to find the five best guys to put out there. And that's not exactly what you want to hear going as you're trying to ramp up for the, five, for the playoffs, that you're trying to find five guys who can, you know, you can piecemeal yeah. together. This is not – it, it, to me, that is the number one thing that came out of that game yesterday is like they have a major problem at offensive line right now. Well, I'll add this. Our uh, mutual friend Kevin Seifert just with this tweet. Uh, right tackle Brian O'Neill's calf injury is pretty significant. Kevin O'Connell just said moments ago, no firm timetable yet. That means yeah, so he's done not, for a long time. He's done, Come yeah. yeah. If, if they're saying significant – with two weeks, you know, at the end of the season, I would say you're probably not going to see him again. So, um, yep. so now you have Ole Udo and Ingram on the right side, and mm. good luck. I, I just, yeah, I don't know. You'll just have to try to help him as best you can. Let's stay with the Vikings with Chip. We'll get to other items and also remind you retiring Hennepin County attorney Mike Freeman joins us at 235 right here in the home of the Wolves. We might even get to that. Uh, uh, clown show which took place on Saturday with Chipper. Wolves and Denver. They see a guy who right now is on pace to be the three-time MVP tonight, Jokic. He is a pleasure to watch and listen to. Cal Soderquist and Alan Horton will have the pregame at 6.30. Alan with the excellent call about 7.10 here on CCO. Chip Scoggins continues with us from the Star Tribune. Chip is with us each Monday for a couple segments starting at 2.05. Can we just slow down a little bit on Aaron Rodgers and how essential he is to this comeback? I, I, I've had the man yeah. crush on Aaron Rodgers for a long time. He's a remarkable quarterback. His skill level is right up there at the highest. He was just like it was like the two of us were alternating driving. And Aaron Rodgers was in the back seat yesterday. I mean, you got the you got the kickoff return, you got the pick six, you got Jones doing whatever he wants, you got the Vikings offensive line feeble, you got the Vikings they can't get t- they can't, they don't realize for yeah. twenty seconds when they have ten guys on the field. And I know everything Rodgers has done, but Rodgers was just fine yesterday. He was nothing more than just decent yesterday. Yeah, he, he passed for 159 yards. Yeah. <laughs> 15 completions, 159 yards. And he scored 41 points, so that tells you how crazy that game was. Yeah, no. And it, I, I know he has a broken thumb or whatever, but 
he misses throws now that he used to make in his sleep, it seemed like. I mean, there were a couple throws where you're like, wow, that just didn't seem like something Rodgers would miss. And I think the thing the Packers are doing now is, you know, Jones, obviously, I think he's underrated. He's he's a really good running back. And, yeah. and they're getting turnovers. For sure. You know, that's that's been yep. the thing the last yes. couple of weeks. They're getting a lot of turnovers and helping out the offense. So, um, yeah, it wasn't – he didn't play spectacularly. I mean, the one 21-yard touchdown pass was a busted cover by Metellus. So, um yeah, it, it wasn't uh, that wasn't a Roger spectacular game by any stretch. Part of what should drive the Vikings most nuts about that is you have the borderline shocking upset by New Orleans. I know over yeah. Philly, right? And it's it's maybe not as shocking because it's no Hurts and Minshew is in there. And then at points in the afternoon game, Vegas is beating the Forty ers and so yeah. you're sitting there saying, wow, you might be fully in the mix for number one. If not, you're in even better shape for the number two spot. And guess what? Neither happens. Yeah. And, and I I know I hear the argument from some people saying, well, if they win, if they beat the Giants, you got to beat Brock Purdy and the 49ers, wherever it might be. And I get the Vikings' defense is not going to scare anyone, no matter where they play him. But again, when a guy is going to be making his what I don't know fifth, sixth, seventh start, and he can either be at home in Santa Clara or in a screaming loud U.S. Bank Stadium, you can't convince me that wouldn't have been a huge advantage for the Vikings. Well, that that's the thing. I, I'm baffled by this reaction of just sit everybody. And get the get the three seed and play the Giants because you know uh, doesn't matter what happens in the second one. It's like no, you you try to get as many home games as you can. I mean, that's that U.S. Bank Stadium is a definite advantage for them. And yes, are you going to be you're going to be the underdogs if you have to face the uh, 49ers, whether it's on the road or home? But you absolutely would rather be at home than have to go on the road. I, I can't for the life of me understand that thinking that people would rather have to go on the uh, you know, on the road. Um, so it, so it was uh, 49ers get 49ers get Arizona. Okay. I, I mean, David, uh, uh, Kurt Warner might, might be their quarterback. Jim Hart <laughs> might be their quarterback. So if, 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 if KOC talks to you next Sunday at 11.05 and, I mean, they're signing an offensive lineman on the street. Are yeah. you still playing Kirk Cousins next Sunday? Yes. Yeah, okay. I, I would. Uh, um, and, and I don't know what time. It sounds like that game might be moved, so you might be playing simultaneously with, with the Niners. But, um, yep. you know, are the 49ers going to be Cardinals? Yes, probably. I mean, but we've seen weirder things happen, I guess. Um, they're going to be motivated to get the number two seed, obviously. Um, but I, I, part of it is too is is you don't want to risk injury. We saw it happen yesterday, and how that can really derail things. Yep. But this team needs does not need to go into the playoffs with that on, on their. I mean, they need to establish a little bit more um, of who they are and try to go in there with you know firing on a little more cylinders than that forty one. 17 beat down with a bunch of turnovers and just not playing well. And um, so I, I would, and I think he just said at his, his press conference while we're on here that he's not planning to sit as many guys yep. as, as, because it is still an option. I mean, number two it's, is still there. And 
Yeah, it's, it's a possibility. Faintly, faintly. Yeah, right. <laughs> in theory. So. If if you're losing, though, well, it's hard to say with this team they're losing as they come back. There's got to be yeah. some point where maybe you pull the trigger a little bit quicker or if some other games are at the same time, which sure. I don't know. Can they be at the same time? Is really San Francisco going to start at 10 a.m. Out, out in the West Coast? I don't know. Let's uh, let's go to yeah. let's go to the Wolves and my count here. Um, they're they're not getting crushed enough. I mean, yeah. honestly, and I'll, I'll I'll just chime in. I said on the, the trade happened like at two thirty, and I said I'm for Gobert, but they gave up way 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 too much. And I also said at the time. I, when I heard a lot of smart people saying Cat's real position is power forward, I never once bought that. I did not. So I would. That was the part. It was twofold. It was why did you have to give up so much for the guy? Because yeah. still, knowing a fair amount of people are in the league, nobody thinks anybody was close. That the Go Bear trade changed the whole market, and that nobody was close there. Then you had to see if they were going to play together and. It wasn't great together, but I'm willing to concede that part that it wasn't enough, okay, that we got to yeah. see. But here's the thing. Gobert's not close to who he's been the last three, four years. He just no. isn't close. Their compete level is roll the dice. You have no idea if they're going to play hard or not. Finch, and I got it. He's a likable guy. He he says all the right things, but he's, he's skating too much, too. He should be criticized. D'Angelo Russell is just a numbskull. For him to think late in a game on yeah. Friday night that tells you all you need to know about D'Angelo's awareness, that he can just foul Giannis away from the ball with, like, I don't know, 10, 15 seconds to go, when you can't do that. Yeah. Uh, they, got, they have major issues. And, oh, by the way, Walker Kessler, who they drafted, is turning yeah. into a very good player <laughs> right in front of their eyes. And they drafted him. They could have just—they could have had their center position right now, Chip, of Carl Towns, Nas Reed, Walker yeah. Kessler, and then have the power forward situation of Vanderbilt and, and and Kyle Anderson, as opposed to this scenario and so few assets to rebuild. Good luck. It's a dumpster yeah, when, fire. Well, when they made the trade. Like, I'm all for that, – that organization has been so screwed up that when you show some ambition and, like, yeah. we're going to do something that's uh, jolting. Sure. I'm like, okay. But there's part of me that's like, the NBA is not played this way now. You're, you're trying something that's so outside the box that this is either – and I think what most people said, this is either going to be a stroke of genius or an absolute disaster. There was not going to be like, yeah, this might work. No, it's, it's either going to be, you know, what you think it is or it's going to blow up in our face because it's so – uh, counter to how the NBA is played right now, and and I agree with you that we haven't seen enough of it. The signs were not promising, but when McDaniel, uh, Jay McDaniel says the other night, like our care factor is not where it should be. Yep. Really, like <laughs> how damning is that of a statement? Like we don't care enough. Nas I mean, Reed with very similar comment after the game, also like we know what the problem is. You know, like if I if I if I'm the owner. I'm alarmed beyond alarmed when players are saying we don't care enough and that the coach has basically said, well, we do the same things. This is kind of our identity. Well, change it. I mean, well, yeah, what are, right. That's you, it, the whole thing is that team last year 
recaptured this fan base in this city. People were enthused about that team, and they were going back to the arena after one hundred. And, and the games were fun. And now this team is so unlikable because of the they don't half the time they don't try, and just the mistakes they make. It's just it's an absolute disaster right now. And I don't well, know how they pull it. Yeah, and out. When, I don't. Well, when Fitch is saying we got to rebound more, we got to rebound more. He's right, but yeah. guess what? You're you're the head coach, you know. Yeah. And so he hinted at at uh, punishing guys with minutes. I I think he could have done that days ago. Because even a few weeks ago, when they won a few games in a row, they were beating lousy teams. Mm-hmm. And you know, um, the dilemma that and that has come up, and I've talked about it a couple times, is if this year continues this way. First of all, if if their pick turns out to Wemanyama, oh, I mean, just shut the franchise down. If it, <laughs> if it turns into the best prospect <laughs> since Kevin Durant, I mean, you might want to yeah. just shut the whole thing down. But, you know, then the talk is, well, if you really need to make a big swing, then you got to trade Towns. you got to get maybe a couple players for Towns and a couple draft choices. And I'm like, no. I, 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 I understand who Towns is, and I'm tired of the complaining, but – I would trade Gobert and get 15 cents on the dollar, 10 cents on the dollar, and still say in Ant and Towns, you have two of the 25 best players in the game. And you don't have all the other assets to build, and I get it that Gobert's uh, trade value is very low. But you know what some teams might say, Chip? They might say the Wolves were just screwed up. We still can use Gobert in an efficient way. We're not even come close to Utah, but we're going to give you some something tangible for him. I would do that before trading Towns when he still might play seven, eight more years of excellent basketball. I, I agree. I don't know that you're going to get the return that you're thinking on with Gobert, but Chad, how are you going to fill out the rest of that roster with the picks that you've given up? I mean, yeah. that's that's the problem. That was such a haul to give up for a plan that – Again, you're you don't. That's not that plan was so out of the box. It was not guaranteed to work. And Mm-mm. you know, Conley, I, I, have we heard from him? Is, is he, I had him on. I had him on about a month ago. I, we're going to okay. have to try to get him on again. You know, he gives long answers. He, you know, he's very likable. I mean, Chip, I'm saying this: if you, if the Wolves got in return a number one draft choice from a pretty good team, so it's later in the first round. And some guy who's not even a starter but can be in your rotation, I do that. <laughs> I, I just instead yeah, of trading the farm, like, I know instead of trading the instead of trying to get a ton for Towns, if Rudy Gobert is your second best player, give me a break. You're not going anywhere. That's true. That is true. Uh, but this is what were we forty games in? <laughs> just about. To blow just it about. Up. Yeah, yeah. Oh exactly. my goodness. I blame you. I blame you. That's right. I blame you. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. I got to fly. Happy New Year. We'll uh, we'll talk next week. Happy New Year, brother. See you. Chip Scoggins, Mike Freeman, retiring Hennepin County uh, attorney, joins us in minutes on CCO. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.